welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Hello. I think we're, I think we have, uh, we may have action here. Let's see what's going on. Hmm. Hmm. Ah, mm, and here we are. Alive. We're yeah, good. Good morning. Just on time. Yeah. Just in time. Just in time. Just, I, it, was, just, it was tight. That was tight. We were, uh, down spend, to the uh, wire. We were spending the last two minutes arguing where we were going to have our show today. Well, Beth wanted to do it inside in the den because she wanted to show off Bob's new couch. I did. All right, which I, I did. I which I ha- told. Which I happily fell asleep on last night. What a pleasure. Okay. I may actually go by Bob's store just try out other couches just to see if I fall asleep. Ask for Ray. Uh, good morning, Gina. Um, so the production uh, set today, the design, <laughs> is brought is, to you by Darren Feldman. He did okay. that. I re- I re- you can't, a can you see the tree at the back of the hill that hasn't been uh, right? cleared off? No, they can't see that. Okay. Uh, we had a, a couple of uh, overnight uh, guests. guests that stayed at the uh, the Feldman Hotel. Uh, we had a very good friend, Ivy, who uh, had lost power, unfortunately, along with many other people. It turns out like there's 60,000 people in Westchester still without power. That's terrible. And Ivy was one of them. That's so Ivy ended very up st- frustrating. Ivy stayed with us, uh, which was great. And then we and, arranged a play date for and, her. And then we arranged a play date. Right, that's right. We arranged a play date. Beth, you know, Beth normally wears her t-shirt that yeah, says, I, I need, need a play, play date. date. We arranged a play date. Right. Called mom yesterday. I said, mom, why don't you come and stay over for you know, dinner you know, tonight and you can stay over the house. Took a little bit of, um, of coaxing. On, on our part, I had to promise pizza basically. And you didn't all. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get, get, to we'll the get pizza. It to but it's always a big so it's always it's always snack. a very big ordeal when I got to get mom to agree to stay over. There's so many logistical issues with her. I got I, I got to be out of here by this time. I don't know if I should stay. I got to get home to feed the cats. I got this. I got she's got like she she's got the busiest schedule ever. Yet she's really only got like two or three errands that she's got to do in any given day. No, it's the cats. <laughs> It comes down to the she cats. You can't let the cats go she, hungry. She can't, Don't you know? I, yes, I trust the me. The cats inside, the cats it, outside, the raccoon. I, yes, I, I do know. Squirrels. But we, I successfully coaxed her into to coming. She stayed over. She actually stayed past the time. Yes, she, she, she left she actually, late. Which was great. I kept her. She, she, she left got, late. Which was good. Where's Santana? She's over. Where'd she go? Right here. Santana, yeah. come back over here. She's got the dog. We got the dog outside. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we... Dylan and I had big plans for pizza last night. We went to a place in White Plains called Utica Pie Company. And keep in mind, we went to a pizza place on Tuesday that we were very disappointed with. Not, it's not fair to say, I wouldn't say very disappointed, it was just very average. We were looking for big pizza Friday night. So we ended up going to the place Utica Pie Company, which I didn't realize is two doors down from Francesco's. That's a really it's a bold move by them because Francesco's and you had a slice of theirs and you liked it a lot. Francesco's is one of the best pizza places yeah. in all of Westchester. So if you're gonna open up two doors down from them, but what are they new or something? I don't know how old they are, but so they open up two doors down from Francesco's, one of the most established pizza places in Westchester. Okay, that's a almost statement. like um, and what happened the, in New Haven. And here's the but here's the other thing that they do. Sometimes I get away from there. The other thing is that they're only open Thursday through Sunday. 
So if you want pizza from Utica Pie Company, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, can't get it. Like, wow, that's that's also a pretty bold statement. It's pretty much saying, you know what? We'll make pizza when we want to make it, not when you necessarily want it. Mm -mm. All right. So we had it. We got two pies, a regular, and we also got an upside down. Overall, cut to the chase, the plain pie was decent, 7.4 rating. The upside down pie, which is the tomato sauce on top, which is very similar to LMB in, in Brooklyn, Spumoni Gardens. Gardens, we gave it a 7.7. .7. So, like that one much better. It's not nearly as good as LMB, but definitely better than the plain pie. So, if you happen to be in White Plains, you'll get to try a new place, Utica Pie Company. Um, very good, but if you're really looking for great pizza, Francesco's is the one to go to. Um, that's your morning pizza That's report. your morning pizza report for Saturday. We got a couple of birthdays. A lot. Right? We got, well, I know of two. You, you want to you give the happy birthday wishes? You, well, Ellen Paretsky. Happy birthday to Ellen, right? Yes, our, Who, our good friend Ellen. I'm she, not going to say the age, but I'm... It's she, nobody's business what nobody's age she is. Nobody's business, but, you know. And it's also Jeannie Muchnick's birthday. Jeannie Muchnick. And, and so Jeannie is the food reporter for the Journal News, or for lowhud.com. And she's fantastic. She's a really good friend of mine. And I love her because she shared... She was like all excited about the opening of Wegmans, and so she shared on the the uh, Lowhud site the hysteria in Westchester over. No, the but she time. shared like the special preview before it even opened to the public, and I wrote on her little timeline. I said Wegmans should have given you a birthday cake. They should have known. How did they not? You know, they have... opened right in time for Jeannie's birthday. So we we need to try out. We're gonna have to go to Wegmans. To... I don't know what day today we'll or tomorrow get... we'll... we're gonna go. Supposedly it's been pretty crowded. Like it's, yeah, but it, they said it's so you, big you get lost in there. And you can also they also have cameras that you can go online to see how long the lines are. Well, I have to tell you, my favorite thing was our friend Christine posted this amazing post about Wegmans. Because I was trying to explain it to your mom and Ivy last night. And so she said, if Stu Leonard's had a love child... <laughs> with Super Stop and Shop and like the Marinick beer or something or other, it, it, then that would be Wegmans. That would be, that. <laughs> that's what would, how I, Wegmans would so be So if created. they had a three-way, uh, sorry, it was uh, Stu, Leonard's, Stu Leonard's, Super Stop and Shop, and some beer company, some beer place. <laughs> Wait, does Wegmans have good beer? Is that I get, yeah, yeah, they have, I guess they have an, an alcohol. We gotta, we gotta give that a, we gotta give it a try. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, it just sounds like... All right. I mean, I, I, I know it, it, you it, had like a, a little bit of altercations on the foodie site. Oh so. my God! Not even could altercations. People, no, people, couldn't take a, people couldn't take a joke for God's sake. You know that that things have really taken a turn when people are arguing over, over supermarkets. supermarkets yeah. But supermarkets have become like the new Nordstroms. <laughs> exactly. They have. You, I you mean, can't go shopping at a normal department store the way you like the way you like to. So uh, um, yeah, and you, you don't want to be around people, and it's. You got to figure out what are the places that are going to have like spacious aisles. Supermarkets have spacious aisles, that's right. I mean, mm, not all. No, not Acme well. does not have spacious aisles. All right, let's not call out places. That's not. Balducci's, not not spacious. <laughs> I'm saying don't call them out, and you're. Still I'm calling, just saying, and you're still going. I'm saying. <laughs> okay. That's why I tend to go to. Listen, the reason why I go back to Trader Joe's was because they limited to like 35 people in the store at the same time, and then the Stop and Shop is bigger. It's not like I want, or uh, the other one is Shoprite, which is like five miles long on Central Avenue. <laughs> I can't. And then it has like a downhill. And then if you feel, you know, if you forgot something, who the heck wants to go no, back to the it, deli it, it, to get from the? No, it's too complicated. Too complicated. Um, so this is a pretty cool story. 
two guys, two Princeton graduates, mm-hmm. came up with a very creative idea, you know, with the whole college experience and the fact that, you know, a lot of classes are going to be mostly online. Okay. So they figure out, well, how can we unbundle the college experience for some of these students? So what they've done is that they bought out hotels okay. in Hawaii and Arkansas. Yeah. Because he bought out all the spaces for I don't know how how long, but maybe, you know, let's just call it for the fall semester. So basically, college students can come to those hotels and do all of their college online work at those hotels. Ooh. And they'll, pro- and they'll provide all, I guess, whatever the amenities and and the social experience and basically have... Go to college in Hawaii? Can to, I go? Well, it's interesting. The two, two hotels, one is in Hawaii and one is in Arkansas. Yeah, that's not, not as really sure. fancy. I'm not sure why they picked Arkansas, but I do think it's very creative. So basically, they said there's two, you know there's two parts to your college experience: is where you live, and then there's the academic portion. They're still going to do the academic portion, obviously remotely, and then the living quarters will be at the hotel amongst all other college students who are in the same boat. Now, are the, is there extra help? Do they have people on I, there? I, to, I don't. I didn't go through. The, get, I didn't go. go I didn't go through the plan, but I'm like, you know what? That's How many a, people have signed up for it? I think they said they've gotten one class filled so far, whatever that means. So they said they still need a lot of work to do, but the guys who did this, I think, left jobs they had to go pursue this. Interesting. So, well, listen, oh, I said, and it's called and it's called the U yeah. experience. Listen, Dylan and I were having a conversation, and I said, after a certain point, I said, maybe you should just go to Treasure Beach for the year or, or the you, semester. Can you imagine if he did his courses online? They have Wi-Fi in can imagine, Jamaica. Can you imagine if he was doing his classes from Jamaica? I don't know. Part I mean, of me thinks that would be, think be really cool. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I told you, and I told you what the deals were. The, it was a hundred. It was a hundred. Well, uh, yeah. And there was a, I, it was my eyesight. I said a hundred and thirty dollars. She, she it says it's a really hundred and thirty a night at Jake's Resort. For two nights. For two nights. And I was like, oh wow, that's really good. And she goes, no, no, I made a mistake. It's a hundred and ninety a night. Like, oh, <laughs> not that's a the- night. Oh, okay. Hundred and ninety for two nights. <coughs> for two. Oh, hundred thirty for two nights. That's a hundred dollars a night. I'm like, oh, that's still really good. I made a mistake. It's two hundred and twenty-five <laughs> for two. That's still great. Listen, <laughs> no matter what, we were paying upwards of three to four hundred a night going there, and now it's at one something for two nights. So that's pretty good. So it's very good. I, I get, this is our little plug for Jake's Resorts in Treasure Beach, Jamaica. Yeah. When things start to open up, open up, you got to get there. Yeah. Okay, but not before us. Right. Um, this is really. It's not funny. It's not funny at all, but. There was a while, for a while, Beth was mentioning the fact, this is probably about a year ago, maybe even a year, year and a half ago, you had mentioned that we hadn't been to a restaurant in Chinatown for a while. A couple of times you said, you know what, we haven't gone to Chinatown for a while. Do you remember when you used to say that to me? Yeah. I don't know, I just thought it was interesting okay. because there was an article about Chinatown restaurants right now that are really, suffering. really suffering. Really, they really hurt. A lot of them are shutting down permanently. Wow. Um, and... You know, Wohawk, that's like the most they're, famous they're one. They're not getting any tourists, they're not getting visitors, and the other problem is in, the, in Chinatown, it's very difficult to do any outdoor uh, outdoor dining. It's just in the street. Oh yeah, because it's very narrow. Very narrow. And then so. who's buying all those knockoff bags? Because yeah. <laughs> that's a really good deal in Chinatown. There's a lot of good knockoff bags. A lot of knockoff bags. Uh, no, knock-off but very tight quarters. Very, Everything's very tight. So, I feel, I feel bad. I, I, I loved going 
going to Chinatown. What was that place? Something Unicorn that we Golden went? Golden Unicorn. Golden Unicorn was dim sum. Oh, huge great. place. We used to go, right? When we, 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 we did would, that with uh, your friend Larry Maxwell. Larry. We did a, Larry who got Max married in, in Alabama. Alabama. We did a lot of fun things with Larry. And then... And then never, he just disappeared. And then we never heard from Larry again. I think we probably turned him <laughs> off when we went to I don't the know. wedding in Alabama. I don't know what it was. The two the two Jews <laughs> went to Alabama yeah. and were like we we were good friends with Larry Maxwell and then No, my I, I think we've told the story before about when they got married and then like went back to one of the like mansions where they were <laughs> where they literally display the gifts in a gift room. Mm. I've never seen it before. Mm. The only and ones like, that didn't know what to do with the two Jews. Right, because we would have the gift room and be like, oh look, the Goldsteins gave us $150. Let's proudly, let's let's proudly display the checks. Can you imagine like a, a rotating oh check God. machine? Like, that is, that, that would have been hilarious. Um, so yeah, that's we used to go to Chinatown with Larry Maxwell. I mean, there's a few people we, we used to go with, but I, I feel I really feel bad, and that which also segues into another issue. It's not just Chinatown. There was an interesting article in CNN about the devastation that the restaurant, you know, industry is currently facing, and the trickle down effect that it's going to be hitting a lot of small independent farms because there's a lot of farms out there that they don't have connections to big you know, the super chain grocery stores. They don't have the connections to the Wegmans and the ShopRite right. world. They rely on restaurants to, oh, the, to buy their stuff. So yeah, so it, it's, it's going all the way down the chain. Wow. Um, I, you know, right now, uh, everybody has the luxury, not the luxury, but you know, the ability to do outdoor dining. Uh, yeah, but is, when it gets cold, great. what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are these restaurants going to do? I mean, are restaurants they going to close right again? Restaurants right now, even with the outdoor dining, you know, they're still not operating anywhere near capacity. So they're struggling to begin with, even with the outdoor dining. Once we get to the colder weather, you know, it's and, be a problem and you again. basically have to choose between eating indoors or not eating at all. Um, it's going to be some really tough decisions, and it's going to be really, it's going to be very difficult for a lot of these um for these operators and we're gonna see a lot of them unfortunately go by the wayside um, I think we're fairly comfortable going and doing indoor dining um, but yeah. I don't think we speak for I don't think we speak for the majority of people out there so um, it's, yeah I mean it's, we it's, only did it once because the it was the outside was a little small but and we right. were the only ones in the restaurant but here's the thing we I think if we don't have a choice between indoor or outdoor, I think you and I would go indoor. Yeah. The, we'll, we went in. Oh, you know what? I, I, I take it back. We went twice because we ate indoors at Johnny's because they didn't have any outdoor. They didn't have any yeah. outdoor dining. So, and yes. If you're going to go for the best pizza in choice, Westchester, you got to go if, indoors. You got that right. But if you have to choose between one or the other, yes, the, the choice is outdoor dining. But if we had to choose between not going out or indoor dining, we're, going, right. out, we're yeah. going out, right? I, we I, were, I mean, listen, we were, but we were one of the last ones who were still going to restaurants before they shut everything down, oh my remember? God. Like, we still went. We were, we were the last. Uh, in fairness, I don't think we appreciated how significant Yeah, we this didn't was. know how bad it was. We, we really didn't. And when, when things were starting to, you know, to escalate, um, we noticed that obviously it didn't feel right, but we were still trying to get out there, still going out to eat, because that's what we do. Beth and I are foodies. That's what we do. We, we go like out to go out to eat. To eat. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, it was starting to feel. It was starting to feel awkward. It was weird. It, it was, was weird, and we were hearing it from you know like the restaurant owners and maitre d and all that. Uh, it was like 
the uh, restaurant industry is a huge part of this economy. Yeah. It's a huge part. Well, and the I, tourism, <clears throat> I mean, that's the thing that's like also, it's just heartbreaking. And I don't want to go ahead and tell people, you know, you need to go ahead and get comfortable going and doing indoor dining. I mean, who, we're There's not, some people that don't, that are not going to go out until there's a vaccine. Right. I and, mean, there are people that are hardcore. Needs to, and everybody needs to make a personal choice for what's best for them and their, and their families. Absolutely, nobody here should be feeling that they should be, you know, lectured to about what's right. But I will say this, you, you, you can't make these decisions and not realize that your decisions absolutely do have consequences for other people out there in the rest of the country. Um, there's real economic ramifications to your decisions, and, some, and they may very well be justified. But they do have consequences, and you know you can look at it one way and say, "Oh, you know, the, what's more important than health? The health is absolutely the most important thing in the world, right?" But well, maybe they mental do... health, mental health is also important, and there's going to be a lots and lots of people out there who are not going to have businesses anymore, who are going to be devastated, who are not going to have money. You are going to see increase in suicides. You are going to see increase in homelessness. You are going to see increase in evictions, which we're already seeing. I mean, you're going to see a lot of this stuff coming out. So that's the downside of, the, of us being overly cautious. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. Well, and the only thing I can say about the farms, though, is I know that they do this, you know, upstate and also in the Hamptons. There's lots of, you know, the farm stands. Like, if there's a way for, for almost like when you do a, um, a wine tour. Well, a wine tour. I would love going on a right. wine tour right but, now. No, but maybe it's a farm stand tour. Mm. You know, maybe it need maybe somebody needs to start arranging like let's bring the consumers to the farms. I mean, I know that actually there's the Farm On Foundation. I had worked with them a, a, um, a few years ago, and they do that in upstate New York. How they connect all the farmers actually to the restaurants. To your point, but now it's more about like how do we co connect the everyday person to say, you know what? Yes, you go to your supermarket, but maybe you'd like to actually go and connect with a farmer. So go for a all drive. Right. Can we get a, a carriage ride and get a carriage ride, maybe? Yeah, it's very <laughs> romantic. All I know, when we go to Maine, I want to go to a lobster farm. Well, I think the carriage rides are a lot nicer doing that than you know riding the horses and like around Central Park. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a lot more humane than what they were doing in, in the city. But well, that's for another conversation. Yeah. So Kevin said it's all connected: the restaurants, the suppliers, parking, hotels, it, everything. Everything it, collapses. It, it's it's very true. It is so interconnected. Um, Cuomo came out yesterday and said schools can reopen. But go then ahead. he left go, it up Go to ahead, everybody. school districts. Go ahead, reopen. Yeah. But then it's but he pulled a Trump because he said, it, but but it's up to all of you guys well, to it figure is. it out. It's up to you guys to do it safely. Uh, so what does that mean? Um, I think each district is going to put forth some type of exactly hybrid, what the colleges hybrid plan of some of uh, a couple of days on, a couple of days off. I know there's a couple of private schools that are doing a week on, week off. So they're not doing week it. on week off week off. <laughs> um, That's actually easier than the every two days, and then what am I doing on Thursday? And do you yeah. think so? You think that's a, you think that's easier to do? Like for if you're a parent, would you rather know. have know that your kids, your kids out of the house three days a week? Three days a week, or for the entire week? I don't know. It's a logistical mess, no matter which way you which way you slice. Yeah, it. it's it's not, and especially for parents of little kids who who work. And you gotta have somebody. You gotta have help, because otherwise you toast. Um, and I guess a lot of schools are saying that even when students are doing their remote learning at home, that they're still gonna have to follow the school dress codes. Oh, so they so they can't basically wear their say that, no. So they yep no. <laughs> no so just PJs. to remind everybody what the school dress code is, what you can't have. A lot of the schools 
can't wear any hats, caps, bandanas, hoods of any type, sweatbands, sunglasses, wow, pajama pants, slippers. <laughs> pajama pants? I don't or, see their pants. So, pajama pants, slippers, or shoes with wheels attached to the bottom shall not be worn in the building. You're kidding me. <laughs> oh, in the, in the building? Are you kidding? But they're saying that's the same thing that applies to when you're I just think home. it should be whatever you're wearing from here up. Who cares what they're doing on, down below? Like, nobody's going to see it. Unless they some stand up and do something silly. That's the problem. Got it. They, that's the problem. That's so. pretty funny. No, shoe, the shoes with wheels are over. That's so that's like done. That, that's what, so like what, two thousand and two. Yeah, when, when was that? Was that a long time? Those wheelie the things. They the were bottom? dangerous. Oh god, those were so Stupid. annoying. Seeing kids come up to me all of a sudden, like the, on the, wheels, on wheels, and stopping. I'm like, what are you doing? I uh, want oh, I want the old time. <laughs> Kevin will remember this. Kevin, you remember Roller Palace? I used to <clears> love going roller skating. <throat> I want to go roller skating, not roller blading, which I was also quite good at, but I really loved roller skating. What? Oh, Al, are you still on? What was the place that we used to go roller skating back when in Queens? Where was it? Lido? Oh, God, there was a place that we used to go to roller skating. All right, Al, so Al, tell me what was the place we went roller skating, please? Okay, you, I know you're gonna remember this, um, but yes, that was that was fun. Um, in baseball, the Mets lost. Oh. Um, to the Marlins. Marlins. By the way, Marlins. Why are they not? Mar why are the Marlins not kicked out Marlins, completely? Marlins had a COVID had a COVID rest. They were all quarantined. Had and a now rest, they're fine. And now they're surging. Come on, and now they're surging. <laughs> and now they're surging, but in, in a different in, in, way. In a different way. They have they have the COVID <laughs> antibodies, right? I, I I don't know what it Wait, is, but the. I would have been nervous if I was playing against them. I well, would not saw, have wanted to play against well, them. Well, Dominic Smith, the first baseman for the had Mets, a mask? had a mask on while he was playing first base. And I don't know if it's too common to see the first baseman wear a mask. But whatever. I Hey, listen, uh, I don't like, blame him. Yeah, he's like, oh, who are we playing the Marlins? Let me get the mask on. <laughs> Put that thing on. Anybody have this hazmat suit I can wear for the game? Of course they lost. They were they psyched him out. I'm um, like, don't breathe on me. <clears throat> don't touch him. You had to touch him to tag him out. And these people had coronavirus. They should have been disqualified. They should, they, you should be gone for the uh, season. They should be gone for the Thank season. You Robert, thank you, Robert Manford. You know who Robert Manford is. He's no. a commissioner of baseball. Well, <laughs> that, if I were him, you, you kick out any teams that, that start gone. having... You can't. You seem very fair. Um, I, I'm sorry, but I'm serious. If I was on the opposing team, I would be, I would be hesitant about tagging someone that just got COVID. And... Also on the COVID, uh, with COVID-related and an uncomfortable issue for one of the coaches, for the Oakland A's uh, bench coach, since they're not high-fiving each other, they mm -hmm. were trying to come up with other ways to like cheer. Elbows. But this particular coach made the mistake. I th I do think it was unintentional. I I'm hoping and thinking it was when he went to go high-five his players. He actually stuck out his arm in a way like this. It was a Heil Hitler. Oh! It was a Heil Hitler sign, the way he put his arm out. And he got caught on camera doing it, and he apologized profusely. Again, I don't know what he was thinking when he did it, whether or not he was trying to uh, sim you know, simulate what he, what he saw from other images, or if it was just the way he positioned his arm. But it got caught on TV, and he and the Oakland A's organization were apologizing profusely for obviously an anti- I have a better idea. I think they should bump butts. 
Like you, stand up like you, this. Do a rear, uh, do, a, do a bump. Okay. Right, I can't. I can't see it. <laughs> bump. That's it. Because you're not do that, gonna. I'm gonna give you a tap. No, don't touch me. <laughs> but I think if you bump butts, you're not touching your face after you bump your butt. You go, right. Just, it used to be coaches you should to touch you. Coaches used to give you like, all right, go on, good job. No, but that was like hitting butt. you. No, it's it's butt butt. Like laces out, oh, thank right. you. Our perfect laces, right. excellent. I needed to know which. And Kevin went to Roller Palace. <laughs> I sucked, but went there all the time. And then Gina said, "What is it? Wall Cliff Roller Rink in Elmont or Skate USA?" I can't believe I forgot the name of laces. I mean, it, it makes sense. Roller, you know, roller laces. Case, laces. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't go to laces, but I was at Roller <clears> Palace. If anybody out there is interested in finding themselves a registered sex offender or a pedophile, you can uh. just. All you need to do is oh go to the Belle Claire Hotel on Broadway at West 77th Street. They've got 77. The, that's by Fairway. They're housing six of them right now. So yeah, if, that's if, near Fairway. So that's if, horrible. If you're feeling generous and want to invite a registered sex offender, you know, to your home for dinner, just you can find You can find them at the Belle Claire. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's like what was my favorite part of the city. They used to be like Sarah Beth's. Is out. There's like so many great places, and that. Ugh, Terrible. It, it's, it's so sad. My Upper West Side. This is what the hotels are turning are, are become. Ugh. Um, Just to get funding. You know what it is? It's like they're getting. It's uh, either they're getting funding so they don't have to close, but it it's like a deal making a deal with the devil. Yeah. That's what you just did. You made a deal with the devil instead of just saying, sorry. Um, and since we're talking about prisoners and inmates and and convicts. I don't know how to pronounce it. Segoville Prison in Texas mm -hmm. has 1,750 inmates. Yeah. Segoville Prison in Texas, 1,750 inmates. Do you know what percentage of them tested positive for COVID? 95%. Not that high, but 75%. Can you imagine? 75% of a prison population testing positive for, for COVID? I mean, I know we just, you know, we don't think of what's going on in prisons and stuff, but just for a second just to think about that it's like oh my god um interesting article in the times about Santana kid over here come on interesting article in the times about many business owners in cities like Minneapolis Seattle and a lot of other areas where it had significant protests and if they weren't protests there were riots and without police and the whole police defunding a lot of those uh, progressive business owners out there are saying, you know what, we don't think it's such a good idea not to have the police. Duh. Yeah, we need the police. Wait, this wait, whole wait, defunding wait. idea is really, um, it was not very well conceived. No duh. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to look back this time, you know, we're going to look in the history books and saying there was a period of time when this country was actually thinking about getting rid of the police right i think there's gonna we're gonna make history books and they're gonna Came say what, and they're gonna say what were what were they thinking like what what was going through their minds when they said that we wanted to get rid of police we wanted to defund the police like what how is that chapter gonna look in history i don't know it's very I, sad it's, very, um, it's, it's just real like i today i saw there was a an off-duty police officer who was beat up by oh, Penn by Station. yes by teens it's, it's yeah. terrible i mean it's it's just and, and then a woman, I saw another thing, a woman was stabbed, I, um, I want to say like by Times Square, by when she was trying to buy a Metro card. Uh, 
scary, scary crap out there right now. New York City, um, not a place I want to visit at the moment. But, you know, this goes back to you. We can, we can go ahead and be supportive, absolutely supportive, and be and feel, you know, that we need change and we need social justice for sure, and hundred percent support it. But we also do need our police. Yes, we do. Okay? I agree. And they are not mutually exclusive. You can have, you can have both. There needs to be both. People so, need to be safe. Everybody. Everybody, needs to be everybody safe. in this world deserves to be safe. Yes. Everybody. Um, I didn't hear about this. These two clowns called the Stokes Twins. On they're famous YouTubers, and now they're gonna actually. This actually happened in 2019, but it got announced yesterday. They may be facing prison time. Let's get for up to four years, possibly, for faking bank robberies. Perfect. Yeah. Um, the, the the pranks that they pulled off, it was like an Uber driver involved. They were warned by the police one time, and then they actually did it again the same exact day, and they got arrested. And these two clowns who think it's funny uh, because they got such fame on YouTube from all these people watching their pranks are now actually facing jail time. So how's that working out for you? Called the Stokes Twins. And I just, there's so many people out there that have gained fame from like TikTok and YouTube, right? You know, they- Well, hey, listen, TikTok, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it knock, could knock. be, it, it might be going away by no, like mid-September. You think That's so? what Trump said. Wow, it's he not He said in 45 away. days, if they can't find an American company to buy it. I thought Microsoft is buying No, it. they didn't. They're out? Gates probably said, I agree, Beth. I'm a nerd. I'm what a nerd. I be buying I don't. I don't for? need that, right? I don't need he, this. He heard me. He said it's not worth. It's not not good for my portfolio. <laughs> so off brand. I'm. I, I'm. I thought Microsoft was in. No, I guess no. I, he's I, about yeah. supporting. Like <clears throat> he's busy throwing his money to all kinds of other things. He wants to find a vaccine. He's. That's a that's a good cause. Getting a vaccine. Yes. Oh. Yes, it is a good cause. But I, I'm just TikTok saying. TikTok like, or a vaccine. Yeah. I'll go with the vaccine. Yeah. I, I'm. That's it. I mean, I think that Google could buy TikTok or... How about Facebook? Facebook could buy TikTok, sure. The Facebook. The Facebook could buy, you know. So I'm done talking about news. You know, we were debating who was going to do the trivia today because normally It's Saturdays, usually Darren on the weekends usually, now that Beth, I've had to take Beth it over. Beth has been doing such a great job yeah. with trivia. I'm like, you know what? Why don't you do it again? Okay. So Beth is back again. Back again. And some of these are easy because I want people to get the answers today. I don't want to stump everybody. You know, so I got a lot of ones that I think you're going to be able to get. Okay? All right. So we're, let's start. Let's, you have the word of the day first? Let's get started. Implead. Implead? Yes, implead. I-M-P-L-E-A-D. Implead. Oh. Um... To ask for something like a request to a re, or to request something. Mm, nah, to sue in a court of law. Plead. <laughs> okay. That's the word. All right. What country produces the most gold? Trick question. What country produces the most gold? Yeah, because you wouldn't think that this place does. Like, South Africa? No, that was where I was thinking you would go. No. See, Laura was thinking. Uh, Laura, I think you probably were hearing implore. Yeah, it's uh, implead. I M P L E A D. So 
So again, what country produces the most gold? Anyone? Country produces the most gold. Canada. No, China. Oh, okay. Gina said Italy. Nope, it was uh, China. Comes in with 399.7 tons. They've been the top producing nation, accounting for 12% of global mine production. Wow, okay. I think the United States is at like number three or something. Anyway, go on. Oh, go uh, on. My, My go question. On. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to do a jump off the ledge? <laughs> go. <laughs> what is the most expensive diamond ever sold? Not the one, one on your the one on your yeah. hand. The one, on my, <laughs> the one yeah. on your hand. I'm I need to get a new one by the by for 25 years. Don't you think oh I need to God. upgrade? Can we get the driveway redone first? Yeah, uh, we got the money pit here. I got the plumber um, coming again today. The most expensive diamond sold ever. Yeah. Looks kind of it was set, seemed kind of nice. I don't know any other stuff. 50 million. Very close. If you were on the prices right, you'd be a little over, but very close. No, this, it was the blue moon. It was an exceptionally fancy, vivid blue. The blue moon diamond sold for a whopping $48.4 million, making it the world's most expensive diamond. Auctioneer David Bennett called it the highest price per carat ever obtained for any kind of stone. Wow. So ladies, Do I know ask my for diamonds blue or moon what? if you want a fancy stone. Um, what's the most popular dog breed in the United States? most popular? Yeah. Pitbull? No. I don't even know if I'm correct in saying that Pitbull is actually a breed. Yeah, it's not a breed. Yeah. It's like a mixed like breed. A ter so. Like American Terrier? Like Terrier? No. I'm like, what are you looking at? No. Don't cheat. I'm not cheating. Anyone know it? Come on. People have to know it. Poodle. No. Shih Tzu. <laughs> Bigger. Bigger dog. German Shepherd. Close. No. Labrador Retriever. Oh, Labrador. Oh, look who's joined us all of a sudden. Labrador with Lisa. Uh, ah, there. here we go. Very look good. at Here we go. Labs, labs, labs. Labs, labs all around. Excellent. It was uh, Gina, Laura, and Lisa with the lab. Okay. Name three famous TV puppets. Kermit the Frog. Okay. Miss Piggy? Don't go through the whole Muppets. Like, come on. <laughs> Think outside the box. <clears throat> Bert and Ernie? Okay. You know, keep going. Why Why are you, like, knocking me for these answers? What's wrong no, no, with that? No, no, no. Those are fine. Those are fine. I don't like your choice of puppets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like once you've gone to a show, though, go on to another it's one. It's very interesting that both Alexandra and Anne-Marie both said Labradoodle as being the most popular. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I don't want to cross between a lab and a poodle, <laughs> so it's a labradoodle. Um, Three famous TV pets, I mean pets, puppets. <laughs> I should do that next. Three famous Elmo? Puppets. Yes. All right, so that's three. But I was going old school, which you didn't do. Okay. Howdy Doody. Ah, uh, okay. Kermit the Frog from Lisa. Let's see. Anybody else? Um, I also said Elmo. And then I had one more. Let me see if anyone comes up with something. 
Lamb chop. Thank you, Kevin. That's exactly who I was I thinking did not, about. I did not. Lamb like, chop. I know lamb chop. I did not like that puppet. Mike Blumenfeld. Uh, it wasn't. It was Kukla, Fran and Ollie, not Julia. I. Bert, Bert Ernie, Ernie Madam Flowers. Lamb chop. Lamb chops annoyed me. I loved lamb chop. I love lamb chop. Sherry. And, what was her name? Oh no. On the uh, Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Yeah. No. Lamb chop. <laughs> Sort of like a cross between Elmo and a sock puppet, and you got Lamb Chop, and Lamb Chop was first. She made a made a lot of money out of a sock puppet. Man, people are very uh, enterprising. What year did Sesame Street first go on the air? Lady Elaine from Mr. Rogers. Thank you, Laura. Oh, yeah. a little, that, that's uh, a good one. Sesame Street, 1976. No. No. Later? Earlier. 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 <clears throat> Anyone? I'm thinking Laura might know. I I'm feeling Laura probably knows. And maybe even Lisa. I don't know. I don't know. It actually premiered. Um, oh, Gina. It was Sherry Lewis. Thank you, Gina. Um, it premiered. 15 days before Darren Scott Feldman made his entrance into the world. Really? How do you like them apples? <laughs> First there was Sesame Street. And then there was Darren. And then there was me. And then there was Darren. Look at that. November 10th. I'll never forget that. Now. November 10th, 1969. <laughs> Laura Dower. I knew it. I knew it. Laura would get it. Wow. Oh, at least it was a little, little bit on, uh, under. Very so good. From now Laura. on, anytime you watch Sesame Street, think that. Think of me. Right. The moon landing, <laughs> Sesame Street. <Great>. 1969. <laughs> very good year. Um, and the Mets won the World Series and that the Mets year. Won the World I Series. mean, come on. It come was on. a really good year. It was a wonderful year. Okay. Who starred in? This is going to be an easy one. And at least this one I know it's not a repeat. Okay. Mark Wahlberg versus Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, okay, go on. Who starred in the other guys? <laughs> Come on, I didn't. Does anybody do know if she, if she's done this before? Or I have not <laughs> done Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon. Right, I fine. haven't. It's Mark Wahlberg. Okay, who starred in Goodwill Hunting? Matt Damon. Who starred in Ted? Mark Wahlberg. Who starred in The Departed? Both of them. <laughs> Excellent. It's like a speed round. <laughs> but did you, I didn't do it. I definitely I, didn't do that. Are you sure? Don't start making me. You're giving me. You're gaslighting. Uh, I was going to say, my gaslighting? Don't gaslight me. I didn't. Yeah, I did mess up Has yesterday. Has anybody ever seen the movie The Departed? Very good movie. Very yeah. good. Okay. Cast. Name one country, just one, that currently does not have coronavirus. There are 12. But I'm asking you to name just one. Name one country that does not have coronavirus. North Korea? Oh my god. You're right. Number one, you were like, that was right off the bat. They got a lot of other issues, but they don't have... They have no tourists, right? People, so they no, clamp down. Right, so they got no. nobody coming visiting them. Turkmenistan, the Solomon Islands, Vanuatu, Samoa, Kiribati, the Federated States of Micronesia, Tonga, the Marshall Islands, Palau, 
Tuvalu and Nauru or something. It's like some place in the Pacific. Wow. So, so I got the number one place. You got the number one place. Not New Zealand. I guess they got a couple of cases or two. Iceland, not either. No. By the way, Iceland is a place that we need to go. I, yeah, they I, said it was like a great place. Oh, to, yeah, supposedly Iceland nice. is a wonderful place to go visit. Yes. Um, does it, the name doesn't really fit it. It's the opposite of what, yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah. it was Greenland and Iceland, and they did it on purpose. Green, Iceland is actually the Greenland, and, and, and Greenland, Greenland is, is the really Iceland. The Iceland. Yeah. So, FYI. Um, name three of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Right now? Right now. I'm not saying in history. Right now. Well, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. I mean, I'm not putting, I, I'm not putting Tom Brady on the list anymore. I don't know if they have they him. They have him on the list. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Deshaun... Watson? Name? Yes. Very good. Any, anybody <coughs> Tom else? Tom Brady shouldn't really be on that list, but... Okay. There, you missed the number one person. Aaron Rodgers? No, he's the number two person. You still have not. That's very interesting. You didn't even name the first one. Why do you park in a driveway and drive on the parkway? It's a great question, Mike. I don't know. It <laughs> is a great question. Um, Drew beat Breeze. Oh, Hello? Drew Brees isn't the number one quarterback in football. Well, oh, it says please. 80. Well, I don't know. Where are you getting this thing. from? Like 2006? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I Googled it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I didn't look at the fine oh, yeah. print. Name the one hit wonder 80s song and the artist who performed as a cheerleader singing about her boyfriend. Tony. Tony, what the hell is her name? Not Tony Collette, that's the actress, Tony. Right. Anyone? Come on. I'll have to start singing it soon. You don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> Tony, what's her name? Come on. Tony Michaels? No, Tony. What's the song? Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. Yeah. Oh, Mickey, you're Come so on, fine. What's her last you're name? so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> hey, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, what's what her last a pity, name? don't you understand? <laughs> you take me by the heart when you take me by the hand. Tony Basil. Tony Basil. Oh, God. Tony Basil. Oh, man. And now for my favorite part of the show. All right. Here name that TV theme song. This is going to be easy. But then I have a follow-up that's really funny. <clears throat> All right, ready? Okay, hold on. Hold on, folks. Sorry for the slow. <laughs> you asked me to take the theme song on? Come on. That's why I want Which one is the question? Which... Is yeah, it, which one is this one? Which, it's not a question of if it's law and order, it's which one is it? By the way, my favorite wait, law and order wait. Was, was SVU. That's what this one is. That's what this one is. Law and order SVU is But wait, favorite. I have a better one. I have a better clip for you to end the show with because I just love this. So I'm going to play this. And, and, and excuse the profanity, please. Trying to explain okay, not this. Hold on. And I just don't have all the words that I need Hold on. Gotta skip their ad.
shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it comes. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Okay. Let's all go to <laughs> Let's go make some more now. <laughs> Ted is Wait. a top ten movie in my book. Yeah, Dylan like actually does he does like the impression of it, and I it kills me every, every time. time. Every time. Every time. I I hope that. Was that good. I was very impressed with you. I love that. I, I hope that Facebook doesn't like shoot me. You know, take me down because I showed a clip that was like yeah, you know copyrighted. We, we we may get in trouble today. We'll see what happens. Maybe after us as we speak. Right. Exactly. We'll all right. Well, we gotta get started with our day. We gotta be doing something productive other than sitting here on our deck all day. Yeah. Gotta get our son actually we're ready get, for college. We're gonna get our son ready for college. So we're gonna get moving. All yes. right. So hope everybody enjoys this uh, nice weekend. Yes. All right, stay safe. Hope you get power back if you lost it, and um, you know, do something fun. All yes. right, and uh, we'll be back again Monday. We'll the back destination again on Monday. is unknown. Unknown. Destination All right. Unknown. All right. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. Bye.